0: welcome to another episode of jamming with jason hey before we get started today i wanted to let you know this episode is sponsored by c-risk academy now did you know that c-risk academy is the number one on-demand and webinar training platform for internal auditors and professionals in risk management and compliance with hundreds of on-demand courses and webinars each month you are sure to find training and certification courses that are relevant to help you do your job better. Their on-demand training gives you the ability to study anywhere, anytime, and on any device so you can fit in your professional development on your schedule and you receive a CPE certificate for each course you complete. CRisk Academy is also running a special for listeners of the podcast where you can save 50% on all courses through November 30th. All you need to do is click on the link in the show notes and use the coupon code JAMMING2019 when you register to get the 50% off discount. So make sure to click on the link in the show notes and get your 50% discount today when you use the coupon code JAMMING2019. Welcome to Jammin' with Jason Mefford, a show where we discuss topics relevant to chief audit executives and professionals in audit risk and compliance we discuss the technical and soft skills needed to navigate the minefields of organizations you hear best practices and practical advice for helping you advance your career and we'll even talk about music mindfulness and psychology because we can so sit back and relax while you listen to the number one podcast in the world for internal auditors, unscripted and unedited. Welcome to another episode of Jammin' with Jason. Hey, welcome back my friends. Uh, This week, I wanna talk to you a little bit about certifications. Now, uh, professional designations or certifications are something that we need in our career development. Um, And they are becoming a more and more important part of your career development. So I wanna go through today and talk a little bit uh, about that, about uh, how to get certified, uh, and about some of the kind of fallacies or kind of the ugly side of certification sometimes uh, that people don't realize and also talk about some new options uh, around certification as well. So, um, as I was was saying to begin with, you know, a a lot of times, especially in internal audit, um, we need to have certifications if we're going to be a long-term internal auditor. So, why do we need certifications? Well, certifications prove that we understand a certain knowledge, have certain skills and competencies. And so often, you know, again, if you've ever tried to find a new job um, on your resume or CV, there's usually a place for certifications. Now, having been a hiring manager myself uh, for many years, one of the first things that is done in screening candidates for new jobs is, do the candidates have certifications? So if you're looking to change jobs, having certifications is an important thing to have on your resume or CV. Now, besides that, um, you know, and and again, having those things obviously gives you a leg up uh, in the industry. For example, right, again, if I'm a hiring manager and I'm looking at two different resumes, and I have to screen out and decide who do I want to interview, there are certain things that I can look at. So, you know, years of experience where you've worked before, maybe some of the, you know, if you have a degree or other things like that. But one of the main things that I'm going to use to screen is if two people, you know, effectively on paper are the same, but one person has a certification, the other person does not, I'm probably going to choose to interview the person with the certification. Now, why am I doing that? Because the certification process helps to uh, determine and prove that you have certain knowledge, skills, and competencies. Now, whether you have the certification or not, I know doesn't necessarily mean that you are qualified, um, but it is one of those things that often people will use to screen out applicants. So let's talk about kind of the certification process. Um, You know, you've probably heard some of the stuff that I've talked before about related to the, what I call the big three certifications. And uh, those are the CPA or Certified Public Accountant, or in some countries it's Chartered Accountant, the CIA, which is Certified Internal Auditor, and the CISA, uh, Certified Information Systems Auditor. Those are kind of the three main kind of gold standards, if you will, for certification. Those are the ones that most of the time, if you have one of those, uh, that's a big deal. And I'll explain to you uh, why (coughs) it's actually a big deal to have those. I have two of those. I'm a CPA and a CIA. And so I'll go through and just kind of explain Uh, the process behind how you actually get those uh, and uh, and, and just kind of explain that. So like I said, those are, and when I talk about the big three, what I'm meaning by that is if you are planning to have a career in internal audit, I would suggest that you get at least one of those. Now, do you need to have all three? No. Do you need to have more than one? Probably not. Um, I just chose to have two because I came from public accounting. So I was already a certified public accountant uh, before I became a chief audit executive. Uh, but for me, it was important that I also got the CIA because I wanted to 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 prove and show other people on my team that I understood internal auditing as well. Now, I'm going to get into, as I said, some of the the different tricks and other stuff around certifications. And here is one. So a lot of the traditional certifications that have been around for a long time, they are used as a way to limit the number of people who are certified. And the whole thinking behind that is the fewer people that have this certification. So the tougher we make it, for people to get the certification means that it must have more value for the people that actually do have it. And so again, if you think about supply-demand, if you limit the supply but the demand is high, then the price of that product goes up. And so again, that is is kind of the, the, the mentality that a lot of times certification bodies have when it comes to certifications. So let me let me talk about, and like I said, because I'm a CPA and a CIA, let me explain to you kind of how that process works and how that is actually done with both of these. So I'll start with the CPA because that was one that I that I got first. So certified Public Accountant in the United States is actually a license. It's not necessarily a certification, but it is a license to do business in public accounting that's issued by the individual states in the U.S. So I'm a CPA in California and in Idaho. Now, in order to be able to take the CPA exam, and I, I, I took it many, many years ago, and they actually made the uh, requirements harder after I took the CPA. And so again, the, the, the group of CPAs said, look, we wanna make this tougher So fewer people have it, and by doing that, we're gonna make the value of the CPA greater, or at least that's their thought. And I'll share with you later, I don't agree with that, but this this is a thought process. So if you wanted to become a CPA, there's certain things that you have to do. You have to get a college education. Now, when I went through, you had to have a, a bachelor's degree and it had to be in accounting or you had to have a certain number of accounting credits uh, that you took in order to be able to sit for the exam. That's changed most places now. Uh, Now you usually have to have a master's degree or 150 hours uh, of college uh, uh, course underneath you. So that's the first thing that limits. So people have to have a college education to become a CPA. So that's the first limiting factor then there's, there's also years of experience. And so again, when I went through this, you had to have a minimum, you had to work underneath another CPA for a minimum of two years uh, before you could actually become licensed as a CPA. Now, there's also an exam. At the time that I took it, there were four different parts and you had to pass all four parts of the exam uh, in order to be able to become a CPA and you have to go through and take an ethics exam and do some other stuff afterwards as well. But this is why for most people to go through and get the CPA is something that takes at least half a year to maybe one or two years just to be able to pass the exam. By the time you add on the uh, experience requirements, you know, again, you're looking at a two to three year process at least um, before you can actually get the CPA designation. So obviously it's tough. It's very difficult to pass those exams the first time. And so again, people have to usually take those exams more than one time, which again, increases the length of time before they can become certified. So again, that's kind of the process for CPA. And so as I said, you can see that it's very difficult to actually become a CPA And so as a result of that, people believe that adds more value to the CPA itself. So next, let me talk about uh, the CIA. And so the Certified Internal Auditor, very similar because a lot of it is, is kind of been based on or wanting to appear equivalent to the CPA. And so again, with the CIA, you have to have formal education Uh, They've changed the the requirements a little bit, but you still have to have some college, uh, some combination of uh, college degree plus years of experience uh, to be able to sit for the exam and to become certified. Uh, You also have to go through and pass. Now it's three parts. When I took it, there were four different parts. Uh, So you have to take three different exams, pass those exams. And so again, very similar to the CPA, this is a certification that takes years to accomplish. Uh, So again, by the time that you go through do years of experience, you study for and pass these three different exams, it takes a while to get there. And so again, both the CPA and the CIA are ways of kind of limiting who can get certified and come into the certification club, if you will. Now, along that whole journey, in addition to it taking a lot of time, it also takes a lot of money. And the time and money aspect to it is something that a lot of times people don't understand when they first get into this. So again, here's the reality, right? If you're going for one of these certifications like CPA or CIA, you're going to spend probably two to $3,000 at least Just in testing fees and buying some books to be able to study. So before you even start studying, you're into it two to three thousand dollars. And some of you might go, "What? Just a minute." Well, as an example, right? The CIA usually, again, to get study materials, you're looking at probably a thousand dollars. You've got an application fee, which I think believe is around two hundred and fifty dollars. And then you have to pay for each exam another $250 per part. So again, you're into it at least $2,000 before you have even started studying. Now, the time aspect of it is really where a lot of people kind of forget or don't think about this. And again, if you value your time, then you also need to be thinking about this. And so again, for both of these, you're going to be spending... Hundreds of hours studying. And so I usually tell people, for example, on, on CIA, when I'm helping people pass uh, and, and become certified as a certified internal auditor, I tell them, look, you need to probably spend 80 to 100 hours per part. That means that you're going to be spending, you know, 250 to 300 hours. And at $20 an hour, all of a sudden you start to see that your time investment is worth again an additional 2 to 3000 dollars for every exam that you're taking. And so that's why again if you if you look at some of these you're going to be investing probably close to 10,000 dollars worth of time and money in over the course of multiple years in order to get these certifications. Now again I'm not saying this to discourage people or anything by that means. <coughs> just trying to explain to people kind of what the process is because the next question might be, you know, you may be asking, well, Jason, why, why if it takes years and 10,000 plus dollars in order to, to get certified, become a CPA or CIA, why would anyone do it? Well, the reason again, as I talked about at the beginning of the podcast is this is one of those things that screens people out of jobs. And so it makes it easier for you to get a job if you have certifications, but also you usually make more money. And so again, somebody that is is kind of in a staff level position or senior level position that can maybe move into that next role like a manager role or move to a different company, it's not untypical for people to get a 20 to $40,000 a year raise once they become certified. And so again, the time, the effort, the money that you're putting into it, and, and, and kind of proving to everybody else that you do understand your stuff does pay off financially in the end, okay? So, and again, that's why I say these are kind of the big three certifications, CPA, CIA, CISA, because they take time to get, but there is a big financial payoff usually that goes along with it as well. But again, just be aware that you're gonna be spending a significant amount of time and money in order to be able to receive or, or, or get those certifications. Okay. Now, let me go through and talk a little bit more um, about some of these other things, because again, as I, as I talk to people and you know on, on some of the exams, for example, They're they're very difficult. Some of the questions are very tricky, and they use mechanisms like curving of an exam, uh, putting in questions that are actually not graded because they're trying to, you know, find out and create new practice questions for the next round. Um, It makes it difficult usually, again, for people to try to understand where is it that I need to be and how many of these questions do I have to get correct. So again, you know, a lot of times there's a gray area of, you know, if you score up to this point, they kind of tell you your score, but then there's this gray area in the middle that, you know, you may have gotten enough, but the problem is because of a curve, or only allowing a certain number of people to pass each time that the, the exam is given over a time period means that you may actually miss out. If, if everybody did better on that particular uh, quarter, then, you know, you don't get to that magical number of whatever it needs to be for you to pass. Like I said, I only bring that up because I've heard a lot of people, you know, asking me questions about, you know, how is it actually calculated? How many of the questions do I have to get right? The problem is, I don't know, uh, because they don't really tell, (laughs) you know, teach us or tell us about that. Some of the questions are worth more points than others. Uh, Some of the questions are graded, some are not. And so again, it's 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 frustrating a lot of times for people uh, in trying to be able to figure out and understand why they're not passing. And this usually comes up, especially you know, people often reach out to me, especially for the CIA, uh, when they have not passed two, three, four times, and they can't figure out why. And there's usually some common reasons, and I'm not going to get into all of that today. Um, but there's there's a lot of questions around. Uh, the scoring of the exam and, and trying, trying to help them understand, you know, how they actually get to that point so that they can pass this next time. Okay, that was a little bit of rambling, but let me, let me get in now and talk, um, you know, about uh, some other things because those are not the only certifications that are out there. And so uh, what we are seeing are some changes that have been happening is there's a lot more certifications that are coming about. And again, it's, like I said before, those are kind of the big three. But what do, you, what do you think about these other certifications? Are they valuable? And the answer is yes. So if you go back to what we talked about at the top of the podcast, you know, again, it's better to have some certifications on your resume than have nothing. So, for example, if you're in the process of studying for the CIA exam, it may be a good idea to get some other more topic-specific certifications that don't take as long to be able to get so that at least you have some certifications on your resume. Because again, if you've been in your career for, let's say, five, six years, you're looking for a new job, the hiring manager is probably going to be screening based on certifications. So if you're in the process of passing the CIA but you have not, and you don't have any other certifications on there, there's a good chance you're gonna get screened out and not even have an opportunity to interview for the job. So let's go through and talk about (coughs) that. The other certifications. Now there's lots of different certifications that are out there, and I am not an advocate for you to just go out and get any random certification. There's a lot of different certifications. There's some that are Worth the price, there are others that are just a complete waste of your time and money. Um, and and that part of that is because of who is doing it, the content of it, other things like that uh, that, you, that you wanna be careful of. The other thing is to make sure that the certifications that you're going after, some of these that are more topic related, actually relate to what you're trying to do. And so I'll, I'll give you an example of, of somebody that I talked to that he was he was really hot on trying to uh, get some certifications. And so he said, you know, there's, there's really kind of three that I want to get. I, I want to get the CIA, Certified Internal Auditor, the CFA, Chartered Financial Analyst, and the CFE, Certified Fraud Examiner. And so I, I stopped and I said, why do you want to get those three? Well, because they, they all kind of interest me. Well, they all interest you, but all three of them do not really help you necessarily in your career. So as an example, the the CFA is one that is usually uh, gotten by people that are in the financial uh, investment industry. So people that are brokers, because it relates more to actually managing people's finances, investing in the stock and bond market, really has nothing to do with auditing. Uh, Same thing again. Well, CFE can be great if you're going to be focusing on fraud or forensic accounting. But again, if that's not the direction that you're trying to make your career go, then really it's kind of a waste of time and money to be able to to go after those, those other certifications. So again, you want to be thinking about what is it that you want? What's your end goal? Where do you want to get to? And is the knowledge, skills, and competencies that you're going to learn from this particular certification, is it something that's actually going to help you in your career? So again, if we take a step back and, you know, people are asking me, hey, you know, let's let's look at the big three, Jason, which of the big three should I actually get? And I'll say, well, what do you want? Where do you want your career to go? Well. Uh, IT audit really excites me. I really like that. I like IT. Okay, great. Then the CISA is probably better for you. Or if somebody says, "Hey, you know, I I really like kind of the financial accounting controls, uh, internal um, controls around financial reporting, SOX type stuff." Great, CPA is probably going to be better for you. Or if you look at it and say, "Hey, I want to be a a general auditor. I want to be an internal audit." I don't know exactly for sure if I'm gonna specialize in an area, but I wanna do internal auditing. Okay, great, the CIA is probably better for you. Because that's one of the takeaways that I want you to have here is to realize that not everybody needs all the certifications and you should pick ones, as I said, that, are, are, that make sense based on where you want to take your career. Now, okay, at the beginning, I told you that I was going to kind of tell you a little bit about some of these other options. Uh, Because again, getting the big three is going to take you years uh, to be able to get done. So what can you do in the short term? And again, I told you at the beginning, I, I am not personally of the belief that many others are that say, if we limit how many people can get it then that means the value for everybody who is certified goes up. I don't agree with that. I believe that the more people who are actually certified have the knowledge, skills, and competencies that go along with that particular certification, I think they're better off and I think our organizations are better off the more people who get certification. So, What does that mean, right? Well, again, from my perspective, I don't believe that there should be these educational years of of experience or crazy exam curves and weird tests to try to trick people so that they don't pass the exam. I think if somebody understands the information, is able to pass the exam, I think they should get certified. I don't think there should be all of these other limiting things in the way. So as an example, I'm a smart guy, I've taken lots of law over the years. In fact, one of the whole parts of the certified, uh, um, of the CPA exam is about law. So I understand a lot about contracts, everything else. Well, if I decided that I wanted to be a lawyer, I can't just go down and take the local bar exam, pass and become an attorney. Even though I could pass the bar exam, they would not allow me to be an attorney. And the reason is, I didn't go to law school. There's a requirement that you have to graduate from law school before they will allow you to take the exam. To me, that's silly. If you can pass the exam, you should be able to practice law. And so I think it's the same way in our profession as well. If you can pass an exam, you should be able to get the certification. So why am I bringing all this up to you? Uh, because there's actually some exciting stuff that we're doing um, with C- Risk Academy. Uh, because again, I'm not the only one that feels this way. Uh, we've actually kind of joined up with C- Risk Academy, and I have taken a lot of the information that I've used. Because not only do I have lots of certifications, you know, I have more than the CPA and CIA. In fact, I never list them because it's a little embarrassing because there's eight or 10 of them, and I feel like it's alphabet soup if I put them everywhere. But I've gone through the certification process a lot myself. I have a lot of certifications, but I've also helped to develop a lot of industry certifications uh, that are used by thousands and thousands of people all over the year, all over, all over the world. Not just the year, but all over the world. Okay. So I'm excited that I've been able to actually take and update uh, some of the information that I've done related to risk-based internal auditing. You know, I've I've been teaching risk-based internal auditing for many, many years. I've written a book on it. I've taught thousands of people all over the world how to do this. And now I'm excited that it's actually coming out as a professional designation and certification that people can now get. And so, again, there's no education requirements, no years of experience requirements. It's the fact, you know, you take the course, you understand the information, you pass the exam, you get the certification. None of the garbage that a lot of the other people are trying to do to limit the number of people, but really allow anybody and everybody who understands the information and can pass the test to be able to get certified. Now, I love this because instead of taking one to two years to get certified, you can do it in one to two weeks. Do you get the difference? Years versus weeks. I think people should be able to study, learn, pass an exam within one to two weeks and be able to prove that they understand the information instead of having to spend one to two years and tens of thousands of dollars of time and money in order to get that. <clears throat> Got a little tickle in my throat today. Um, and so again, excited that that is out there. And so um, it, that's just the first one. Um, Risk is working on some other ones currently, and I know they'll be announcing some of that stuff shortly, uh, but wanted to make sure that you were aware of that because here's the other exciting thing. I'm putting the finishing touches on everything and getting it finalized. We're getting it accredited through the International um, Certifications Organization. So it gets a stamp of approval as well and can be accepted internationally. But CRISC is also running a special on this certification course during the month of November. And so, in fact, if you sign up and pre register during the month of November, Uh, you save 60% off the course. And so again, want to make sure that um, if you're the kind of person that wants to get another certification, you're interested in risk-based internal auditing, you're either trying to design or improve what you are doing from a risk-based standpoint in your organization, I'm really excited to be able to have this out there and available for people. And uh, sharing this again with you now, because as I said, uh, at the end of November, the 60% discount goes away. So if this is something that you know you want to do, um, information is down below in the show notes for you to go out, check it out, and make sure that you end up getting registered uh, before the end of November. All right. Let me check my notes and make sure that I that I got everything and kind of give you a little summary here at the end. So. Again, certifications are a very important part of your career development. In fact, if you do not have them, you will probably be looked over from promotion. Uh, It'll end up uh, costing you money in that you will not be able to have the career advancement and earn additional money or uh, not get the promotion or not get some of the other jobs. And again, it is important and becoming ever more important in our current work environment, that not only do you have to go to college and learn whatever you need to do, but the certifications afterwards are becoming more and more important. And so again, talked about the big three certifications. If you're somebody that's serious about a career in internal audit, you should be working on at least one of those. You need to probably, again, in my opinion, Have at least one of those, but supplement what you're doing. And while you're going after the big ones, make sure that you're also able to get some of these uh, other topic-related certifications that are in alignment with where you want your career to go, but can allow you to get certified in a shorter period of time, like the certified risk-based internal audit one that I'm talking about where you can get certified in one to two weeks instead of 1 to 2 years. You know, cuz I'm guessing you don't want to have to wait 2 or 3 years for your next job promotion or being able to move to another company. And so again, the sooner that you're able to, you know, just buckle down, do do the training, invest the time and money and get through and get the certifications, the quicker your career uh, can actually Take off and get going where it needs to go. All right. Well, with that, my friends, I think I'm going to sign off for this week. Uh, It's been a pleasure talking to you. And again, check out the show notes for all the different links. And uh, I'll catch you on a future episode of Jamming with Jason. Have a great rest of your day. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Jamming with Jason. Keep on rocking in the audit world. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll catch you later on the next show. If you'd like to earn continuing professional education for listening to today's episode, head on over to Risk Academy at ondemand.criskacademy.com. And that's C as in the letter C, riskacademy.com. Not only do you get a CPE certificate, but you also will have access to the video version of today's show. The views and opinions expressed on this show are that of the individuals and not of their respective organizations.